Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think I'm finally in Christmas cheer mode. I think it's finally hit me. Between the amazing job the decorators did at my new house... Stockings over the fireplace and lights everywhere. Gorgeous tree. It's so tall. Actually makes me look like I'm short and small. Christmas music finally playing in my car. Actually, I've gotten into the Christmas spirit in my car, starting with some Christmas carols, the originals, but instrumental. So we're talking about some of the older, more cherished Familiar and iconic Christmas carols, not my favorite one necessarily, but they are piano and instrumental versions. And then Handel's Messiah and thinking about Christmas gifts. I know, I know, I know it's December 6th and I'm thinking about Christmas gifts, but finally a little bit of it mixed in with the wedding because if I keep thinking about my wayward flowers, I might lose my mind. So instead I'm trying to think about Christmas gifts and travel and... (laughs) And the fact that the flowers will be there. So now, after thinking about Christmas and being in the Christmas spirit, I went to a Christmas party on Wednesday evening. (laughs) Here's the funny part, though. is a group text of those of us who are in this particular group from my church. And I had confirmed the time last week because sometimes they like to to play willy-nilly with the time. So I confirmed the time last week and got a thumbs up on a text that I sent about the party beginning at 7 p.m. Well, around so 6.50, I was getting ready to walk out with my crock pot full of kielbasa in chili sauce and grape jelly. It's an amazing sweet-sour combination. Anyway, it's all hot. It's My entire house smells like it. I'm getting ready to walk out to my car with the kielbasa, and I hear my phone go off. So I go and I check my phone, a text from one of the group members saying, oh, I didn't realize the party started at 630. I'm sorry, I'll be on my way. Oh, whoopsie. So by the time I got into the car with my kielbasa and got over to the party, it was almost an hour late. Most people had already eaten, so I think only one or two people even tried the sausage. Thankful there's some men there that tried the kielbasa. So I then, I ate it for dinner because that was the only hot food left, (laughs) and then, which is all right because it's delicious. And then I took most of it home. 
So great. But anyway, I wore the ugly sweater that producer Jay gave me last year, which is a T-Rex with his his dinosaur arms that don't fit through the sleeves. <laughs> and then uh, I wore my snowman socks, red and green and glitter. Oh, and you know what else, Jay? I wore the Grinch slippers. I wore the oh, Grinch slippers. Perfect. People are still trying to take them off my feet. They love the Grinch slippers. I won them at the White Elephant party with this group last year and wore them as kind of a ee because everybody wanted them last year, but I had the last pick, so I was able to grab them Easily and snag them. Do you want to know what I took as my party gift to this year? Yeah. What, yeah. Uh, I gave some of, I re-gifted. I gave some of the items that we've received from our friend Steve in oh, Nebraska. Very nice. Those are, yeah, oh, yeah. Good items. The chicken sounds, the fake applause meter, <laughs> the and audience. the Chewbacca Pez, which actually was, I would have kept that one. That was a hit. Yeah. Uh, then I gave him, I gave away some Snickers. That was a huge hit. The Chewbacca Pez might have been, been the most attractive item, as well as a leather wallet that Syracuse gave me as part of a. Hey, welcome to our faculty last year. But they gave me a bunch of stuff, so that was a really nice gift. A little stocking, a uh, Christmas ornament that someone had given me. So, yeah, it was all re-gifted. Nice. That, that was strategy. my white elephant gift, and I put it into a Christmas basket, and it was one of the first things picked, and it stayed with the original owner. They were very excited. The re-gift gift. The re-gifted gift. Yeah, so it actually, but I wasn't the only one because someone at the party actually wrapped up and re-gifted this enormous box of jelly beans that they didn't want last year. I remember he picked it and tried to get rid of it and nobody <laughs> would take it. And so he found it in a box today, wrapped it up again and brought it back to the party. Oh, God. And someone ended up picking it and the whole place went crazy. It was so funny. So now I'm officially in the Christmas spirit. Again, partly because I have been doing a bunch of Christmas things. I pulled out the pillows at home to decorate some of the other rooms, the beds and and the couch, uh, and then anything. I'll take anything right now to distract me from the wayward wedding flowers. Oh, thank you, Jay. This makes me feel much better. Oh, phew. Okay, can we just do this for the next four hours? <laughs> On a loop. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. See? Now, if we just played hippo songs and Christmas carols the whole time, I would never think about flowers. Jay, they still haven't arrived. Neither box. So it's not just the first box now that was mailed over a week ago. We're talking eight days. It was mailed eight days ago. So it's it's now been lost in space for four days. But we're talking about the second box, which was supposed to arrive earlier today and also has not arrived. Any update on the tracking? No, number? I refuse to look. I can't I was driving myself crazy with the tracking. So Bob and I agreed we would not look at the tracking. So now we're just waiting. Do you want me to look at the tracking? <laughs> <laughs> but can. what happens if you look at the tracking though? What are you gonna do? Um, depending on the news, either tell you or not, I suppose. Right. So, see, that's the thing is I'll know whether I hear from you or whether I get silence from you if something uh, is happening. So, I really feel as though I can't have you check tracking either because that would be cheating. I asked Bob multiple times today, would you like me to check the tracking? Because he was so disappointed. Now, now I'm praying just because I feel badly he's disappointed. Not to mention our decorator might lose her mind. Well, no, she's she's not. At this point, she's not stressed. If we get into next week... Oh, dear. 
Yeah, we well, may good. we may be scrapping flowers all together. I gotta say, I'm disappointed too. I really thought they were gonna come. Yeah, today. not just one box, but two. How is it possible that two boxes of flowers and decorations are gone? Are they from the same? Place? They they went through the same distribution center. Okay. And how about the? I assume because I I don't actually know. I haven't checked tracking. You you could check the tracking. There is one, so I have one of the numbers saved on my phone, so I could easily look at it on my phone. I'll let you do it. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. And then the other box, um, the other box, the last I knew was in that same area. How about this? My mom said her best friend from when she was a kid growing up in Northeast Ohio, her best friend is also tracking a package that went through the same distribution center, and it's it's not... It's it's late now too. It's not even crunch time for the holidays. No, I yet. know it's, it's December sixth yeah. for heaven's sakes, and I mailed both my boxes in November. Wow! In November. And how about the Amazon one that you sent yesterday? Oh yeah, it'll be there tomorrow. I got, yeah. 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 Forty eight hours for Amazon, hmm. but uh, now working on nine days for my That's... first package. It's not like I mailed it internationally. No. I mailed it to Texas, for heaven's sakes. But the crazy part is it's been in Texas now for five days. Right. It's like where it needs to be, just not at the exact it's, location. It's in it's, the same metro. <laughs> it it's make in sense. the same metro. Yeah, it's now, I guess, like I said, I you'll have to check the tracking because I'm not allowed. But it's been in the Houston area since the weekend. Can anyone go pick it up if we, if, we, if I find out where it is? If I get the coordinates, can we pinpoint it in the GPS? The coordinates. I love it. So anyway, I cannot check tracking. It's against the rules that Bob and I set up. But now I just want the flowers to arrive for Bob. Like I just, that's all. I don't even care it's, as much about me. I just want them to arrive for Bob because he's he's starting to get very nervous. Well, we talk each other down off the ledge, but he was dejected when he got home from work. He told me that. He said, I was really dejected when I got home from work. I thought for sure they were going to come. I know. you. Your body language, I can see it too. I did. Yeah. Uh. We've got an army of people on social media who are volunteering to look for the flowers, which is very helpful, but they're in a nondescript box. I'm not sure how you would how you would find just, them. Just kind of invade a post. Yeah, don't do that. That's not a mm. good idea. And start opening boxes. That's have, a felony. Have I mentioned this before? I'm never, ever using, ever using the U.S. Postal Service ever again. Ever. I mean... Shouldn't be. Yes, for a pretty simple request. I know. Just, I mean, not one, but two boxes. Two. Two boxes. Jay, all of my decorations are in those two boxes. It's. This is why I'm focused on Christmas now. Can we play the hippo song again, please? Just, just, I need a little more hippo. Thank you. Oh my gosh, my stress level comes down when that happens. <sighs> okay. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Okay. Only I can do this. Do. Okay. Don't want a dog. Box breathing. <laughs> It'll be totally fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. So good news is we have breaking news from the world of Major League Baseball. I wish I could tell you that it was Shohei Otani just because I am really intrigued. The latest on Shohei is that the decision should be made by the weekend. That's what we've heard now coming out of the winter meetings. If you missed my conversation with Michael Duarte of NBC LA, that conversation is posted on both Twitter and Facebook. So A-Law Radio and our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It's also, you want to go directly to our podcast, you can. He gave us some 
brand new intel that I had not heard before, which maybe, just maybe, tips the scales in favor of the Angels. But right now, we don't know. I mean, there's reports coming out of L.A. slash Shohei's camp that he only would consider the Blue Jays or the Dodgers, if not the Angels. So there, I know there's a bunch of hope north of the border with Toronto that he would only consider those two teams not interested in New York, which is why the Yankees went in a different direction. It is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We're glad to have you with us. Again, thank you for all of your kind words, your congratulations, your hopes, your your fingers and toes crossed, your prayers, your those of you who are stressing out with me, you are the best. I tell you that I it really does matter to me that that some of you feel and understand how I feel. So thank you. Thank you for that. It always helps us to know that we're not alone. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. Since I am not working tomorrow night, this will be kind of our unofficial kickoff to week 14 in the NFL. Jay, wow, 14. Feels like we just did our video on which teams will make the playoffs that didn't last Ooh, season. But I feel as though we're still on point. We need to actually go back and look at that. Didn't I pick the Falcons? Yes, you did. And they are right now leading the NFC South, which isn't saying much, but at least they're back to 500. They're right there. I also picked the Steelers, which, okay, uh, if they can get their quarterback to return. The latest on Kenny Pickett is coming up on the show. Uh, but they still have a world-class defense that is keeping them in the loop. And also, T.J. Watt thinks that the NFL has it out for him. We'll have to <laughs> let you hear that in his own words. But the Steelers are still in the mix. Do you remember who else we picked? We picked the Lions. I picked the Rams. You picked the Rams. OMG. We look really smart. In right fact, there. right now, we could be four for four. We could be. So in our Stairway to 7 video, it was episode five, right? And we counted down slash up we we climbed the stairs to step number one to pick the seven teams that we thought would make the playoffs this year that did not make the playoffs last year if you haven't seen that it's on our youtube channel it's easy to find when you go and you watch the latest ask amy anything video that's also just posted on our youtube channel after hours with amy lawrence so as you do that and you look you'll have to remind us who else we went lions rams which Lions, Rams, Falcons, and Steelers are all now mm-hmm. in the mix. Browns were in there. Were they? I picked the oh, Browns, that was you. That was you. You picked the Browns. I, they are still above 500 and yeah. very much alive. Saints. The Saints. I actually went, to, we actually went two teams of the NFC South. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Huh. I guess it was so wide open that we both saw it them was. as division winners, possibly. It was. Okay. And Anybody think, new in the AFC? Th- we, did we say Dolphins? Oh, no, they made the they playoffs made last year. I think we might have said the Titans, which hasn't worked out, but... Tell me I didn't say the Patriots. No, definitely not the Patriots. <laughs> definitely not the Patriots. I might have said the Titans, actually. I might have. Colts? I'm not sure if we said Colts, which would uh, be a good one. I mean, that'd be a great one. Right, but I don't think so because of the rookie quarterback right, thing. We time, weren't sure yeah. about that. And because of Shane Steichen. Who looks great. Yeah. Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon, the, the two of them uh, coming out of the Philly staff last year and... Yeah, neither one of them has had their starting quarterback the entire year. So welcome to the NFL as a head coach. So we'll look ahead to week 14. But coming up next, breaking news from Major League Baseball. Not Sheho. Sheho. Oh, no. It's already starting. There goes the perfect show. Jay, 
I mean, I need this to be a perfect show so that I don't stress about wayward flowers, wayward wedding flowers and decorations. Do we need more hippos? I, we, we might need a studio full of hippos. Anyway, it's not the Shohei sweepstakes. Nope. Instead, it's the Soto sweepstakes. And we've got resolution plus the general manager of the San Diego Padres. Oh, I see. There we go. San Diego Padres. Sheho. It's it's just all come. It's all it's all come to a grinding halt. Slammed into a wall. That's it. Do you think we should just we should just end the show it's right totally now? Fine. <laughs> it's not totally fine. <laughs> but that was the point because Aaron Rodgers said it was totally fine so many times that we knew it was not totally fine. Can we go back to rhyming, maybe? Because that made me laugh really hard. That was good. If we could start rhyming. So what do you think about this? I haven't asked you. What if we do the after-hours game of the week poll starting tonight, since I won't be here tomorrow, and that way we can run it through Sunday? Only Army-Navy this weekend. So there are fewer, far fewer football games out there for you, which means for those of you who are going to be jonesing, with the lock, uh, the lack of college football games. Well, this could be for you. This poll. We're probably even if we had the option. I guess tonight we do have the option. We could potentially include the Thursday night game, but mm-hmm. not even their mamas want <laughs> to call that the game of the week. I'm not joking. When I decided I I had to take one more day off because Thanksgiving kind of got thrown into flux, and so I had an extra day. Uh, I looked at the schedule because I wanted to do a long weekend before uh, I take off for Texas. I, what are the chances that I beat the Flowers to Texas? Stop. No. Okay, no, I can't. I'm not going to think that. <sighs> a friend of mine from college, when he saw my post about the Flowers, responded on Twitter with a to-do list. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Decent advice. Inhale, exhale. Yeah, we've known each other since we were teenagers, so he knows me well. <laughs> All right. So we'll do the after hours game of the week poll. We'll get that up and running. No, it won't include Patriots and Steelers. Uh, we'll let you know the latest from QB News. Wow, Trevor Lawrence actually speaking out himself about the card that ran out of gas. Uh, we've got we've got some doozies on the schedule to be sure, but Major League Baseball stealing the spotlight. Coming up, you can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS, for all of our polls, our Facebook page, and then brand new material on the YouTube channel featuring my decked-out living room, all the Christmas decorations. I can't believe I didn't accidentally let it slip that I had moved in the midst of everything else going on. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Air to deep right field. Mookie Betts going back. Gonna watch. Gonna go. Number 30 for Juan Soto. Into the right field pavilion. And the Padres take a 1-0 lead here in the first inning. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Jesse Agler on Padres Radio. Why do you care? Well, because the Padres are shipping Juan Soto to the opposite corner of the country, just about. The New York Yankees get yet another lefty outfielder, big hitting lefty outfielder in Juan Soto. And gosh, think about Juan. He went from Washington, D.C. to L.A. slash San Diego to now New York. That's... Quite the journey, quite the career trajectory. <laughs> now, he's into the final year of his deal in 2024, as is Verdugo, who the Yankees agreed to trade for with the Boston Red Sox. And there are a couple of wrinkles to this. So they get Verdugo in exchange for three pitchers. And then not even 24 hours later, so this time last night, Verdugo was the big mover. There was some speculation that Verdugo would actually end up being part of any trade. But as it turns out, he does not go to the Padres. And so instead, they flip a bunch of pitchers as well as catcher Kyle Higashioka, who's been a staple with the Yankees for a couple of years now. But San Diego was looking for arms. And a lot of people who are in the know might tell you that the Padres got the better end of this deal. Now, I don't know if that's the case, but it definitely would be if Stanton, sorry, not John Carlos Stanton, he's more of a DH now, but if you've got this group of outfielders in Verdugo, Aaron Judge, also in there, is it Trent Grisham who's also in there? So you've got that group plus Giancarlo, who does DH but could play outfield. And they build this group only to see it kind of come apart in a year. 
Of course, they'd love to keep Juan Soto long-term. That will be the next challenge. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Again, Yankees trading for Juan Soto and trading away a handful of pitchers, including a highly touted prospect in Drew Thorpe. He's a pitching start. He's supposed to be a starter, but he's a pitching prospect that a lot of people are buzzing about. And so now you've got Verdugo and Soto, but you also know that if you don't sign them or re-sign them or out or get them to agree to contract extensions, then this could be for one year. Whew. Now, if you're a player, if you're Juan Soto and the Yankees offer you a boatload of money, which they could, do you sign right away? Before you even play there? I guess it depends upon your feeling, whether like whether or not you like New York. If you believe that it could be a good fit. At the same time, New York baseball spotlight is not for everyone. This is a, a bit of a conundrum. Not just for the team, but also for Juan and his camp. Again, we're talking... Second big trade in under two years from D.C. to San Diego, where we saw him in stretches with some really big numbers. But the idea for the Padres was to keep him long-term, right? Was to be able to, at the very least, try him out for a few years, make multiple runs in the playoffs. That's what they did is with Manny Machado. And I know Fernando Tatis, that, didn't work out the way they expected either. With Juan Soto, um, we talked about Blake Snell on last night's show, putting this group together, believing that they would be able to build a contender for at least a few years until they got to the end of Juan Soto or this offseason before his last deal and realizing, okay, we either have to pour drastic money into him if we can get him to stay or we have to trade him. Because those playoff runs did not materialize. It would have been different, potentially, if they'd gotten to to the uh, World Series going back to last year. But instead, they lost to the Phillies in the NLCS. So you've got multiple outfielders now for the Yankees. You've got big-time bats in a couple of them. And now you've got this idea of, all right, who do we play? Who is the everyday center fielder? That'll be a challenge for another day. And I I know that Yankees fans are probably thrilled because bats have been an issue. It's been Aaron Judge when he's healthy and then everybody else. And really not enough to sustain a guy who either can bat in front of Judge or behind Judge to give him some protection. So this is a huge deal. But if you only have him for one year, I guess we cross that bridge when they come to it. (laughs) So Juan Soto, very valuable piece. The Padres flip him. And at least initially, now we don't know, especially because some of the guys that they got back in return, we're talking about prospects, guys that have to find their role specifically in a bullpen, or in a rotation. So we'll see how the deal plans out or pans out. But at least this point, 
there are people raving about what A.J. Preller just did. Okay, so he's already spoken, given the Padres' perspective. Why the Yankees? They were aggressive. I mean, I think they, they clearly made it known that, uh, you know, that, that this was a deal and, and a player. I mean, I think Brian's pretty direct, and I think they were pretty clear. And, 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 you know, again, I think everybody understood they had a need. You know, Juan is an incredible player and fit the need really well. So when you have two teams that line up and, um, you know, you have a team that's calling you consistently, you usually get a feel that this is something that has a chance to happen. And, um, you know, ultimately, hopefully, hopefully it's a deal that works out for both sides. A.J. Preller already answering questions about the Yankees, and he refers to Brian Cashman and says, well, he's really aggressive and he's very direct. I like it. So they get Alex Verdugo. They get a bunch of pitchers and are able to turn those then, flip some of them to the Padres in exchange for Soto. And it remains to be seen who, quote-unquote, won the deal. But still jarring. And if you're A.J. Preller, I've got to imagine it's a little bit like the Portland Trailblazers trading away Damian Lillard, right? Recognizing it's unlikely that we can keep him. We've got to move on. We've got to cut bait. We've got to try again because what we just did the last couple of years did not work. Ever more painful, though, as a team that felt like it got so close, so close to the promised land. So much buzz around the roster they put together, and this past season was so flat. This is an interesting question. How much interest was there in Juan Soto from around baseball? We had 10 teams that, that checked in on us over the, on, on, on Juan, especially since it started getting a little bit more publicity in the last you know in the last week or two that you know we'd at least listen on Juan and see where that went. So there were 10 teams that checked in like anything you get to you know usually like most it's probably about three that are that are really kind of at the final table having conversations. So uh, that's that, that was some of the that was you know, some of the activity over the last few weeks. 10 teams. That's a third of baseball. And different than Shohei Otani, right? Because he can negotiate on his own. He and his agents, his camp, he's available for any team that wants to bid or make a pitch. But, of course, there's only so many teams that could really afford him. Now, if this was Juan Soto on the free agent market, if it wasn't a trade and Juan's camp could pick, think about the money. Right, that was always the deal with the Padres is wanting to potentially sign him to a deal and it didn't work out that way. It seems like these days, and Jay, you can weigh in if you want here, teams who trade for guys that are only around for one year or only have one year left in their deal, their deals, a lot of times you're playing with fire because most athletes want to be courted or at least want to try their hand at free agency to see how much money they might be able to get. And so that's the thing. Like, yes, Soto could be dazzled by New York. He could decide he wants to stay there. But as an example, Aaron Judge has indicated that he never wanted to leave New York, right? That he loves playing for the Yankees, that that's always where he wanted to be. 
his heart and his soul were with New York, and yet he also tried free agency and flirted with the Giants and at the very least listened to the offers out there and probably, I think most people agree that because of his sojourn, talking to the Giants and and the Yankees actually believing he might choose the Bay Area over them, that he got a lot more money or at least some more some money that wasn't there initially. And so that's kind of the deal. That's why these types of trades, if I'm a general manager, make me nervous because there's no way to guarantee that Soto is going to stay. And if he's like most players, what they want is an open market. What they want is to see the capitalism work for them. Come tell me what I'm worth. Tell me what you are willing to give me and I will decide among my suitors. But that's the thing is there's no guarantee the Yankees are going to have him past a year. So I don't love these blockbuster deals where you're going for broke in only one year with the player under contract. So quite literally, Juan Soto has specifically has shown this, that he will do this, because just before Washington traded him to the Padres, he I looked up the number to remember what he reportedly turned down. 15 years, $440 million <gasps> from the Nationals is the contract he reportedly turned down. And that's a team where he was drafted by, won a championship with. They bred him since he was, what, 16 bred when he got him. there probably? I like it. So and he said to them, sorry, if you want me, you got to pay me more. And he owes them, if, if he owed any team anything, it's the Nationals. So and he told them, sorry, if you want to pay me, you, you got to pay me this much. What does he owe the Yankees? Nothing. A 15-year deal? Would saying. you it's, give any player no. in the history of the world a 15-year deal? Absolutely not. Not even Patrick Mahomes would I give a 15-year deal. No, Nobody. N- not Aaron Judge. Well, and he has a, a bunch of injury issues. There is not one athlete on the planet that I would give a 15-year deal to. Absolutely not. But the point is, some team might, Ugh. and if they're not the Yankees, and Juan Soto is just going to go, okay, they're going to give it to me. I don't know the Yankees anything. They're going to give me the money I want. I'm going to go to them. Could that be Steve Cohen right across the, the town? Could be. I don't know. It so could that's, be devastating. Yeah, that's why this deal, if I'm the Yankees, makes me nervous. Now, they obviously want him, and they are the Yankees, and so they must feel as though they can offer market price or better for him come next year. Not to mention, if they get back to the World Series, this is kind of the deal. Teams are willing to go all in, even if it's for one year, if it can get them back to the World Series, because that's worth its weight in gold. And and a lot of times, when you are coming off a great playoff run, teams then can say, hey, look what we did with you. You know, we we want you to stay. Look what we accomplished. We just got shy of our goal, or we we accomplished our goal. But getting to a World Series makes buku bucks. I mean, it makes a franchise money hand over fist. But there is zero guarantee, as in no guarantee, that he's going to stick around, which is why this, to me, is fairly risky. It's fairly risky. Even though I understand Juan Soto right now is worth a bunch of pitchers, a prospect, a catcher, all of that. But if it's just for one year, wow. He's already declined, like I said, $440 million before. Years. So, Is it possible he just didn't want to be tied to the Nationals? I guess it's possible. Because they had gone through, after winning the World Series, they hit the skids. Right. They did. I guess huh. it's possible. But if he's, that's so much money where he's going to have to so think much ask for something at least in that ballpark. Mm. And Fatani's going to get somewhere close to $500 million this year. That's just going to set the new standard <sighs> for the market. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah. One more from Padres GM A.J. Preller about the difficulty of trading away a guy like Soto. 
is uh, again like trading putting you know impact a lane you know perennial all-star hall of fame type player those are you, know, you like you like when you're acquiring those type of players for sure but uh, you know, again i think for us you know looking at our roster our team a lot of different ways to go win games uh we've talked about it as a group overall um you know over the course of the last few months getting ready for the off season you know, we needed needed pitching. We knew we had the free agents, uh, you know, and, and some free agent defections here this off, this off season, and you know, just kind of round out the roster. And again, get get some pitchers that, from you know, from from our perspective, they're going to be with us for 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 the next four or five years, and you know, a group that we can build with. So, yeah, it's very difficult to to make a deal where you're we're trading a player, the Cabo Ron Soto. But if we did that, we wanted to make sure we shored up a bunch of needs. We were able to get some depth with quality. I mean, I think uh, and we'll talk about it. I'm sure, but you know, Michael Kane, Drew Thorpe. Um, you know, just to name two, we think we think really highly of these guys. You know who is the most excited about this trade for Juan Soto that happened, or actually was final? There apparently was a hangup over some player's physical. Gosh, that feels like a reboot from a year ago. <laughs> Which player was it that bounced around for four different teams or something? Carlos Correa. That's right. It was Carlos Correa. Finally ended up back with the Twins. Giants, Mets, back to the Twins. <laughs> anyway, you want to know who's the most excited to see this breaking news just before midnight Eastern time? Zach Wilson. <laughs> you are absolutely right. <laughs> Guess what? I might drive in here in the New York area. Didn't hear anything about Zach Wilson on the way in. <laughs> not one not word. Not one word. All of a sudden, Zach Wilson's old news, baby. But not here because he did speak. Now, we're going to do two different versions of QB news on this edition of the show because we've got a lot in preparation for the upcoming football weekend. A lot of the QBs speak on Wednesdays. But the deal is that Zach Wilson, people waiting to hear from him after the reports that he was reluctant to play because of the risk of injury. And then we've also got Trevor Lawrence. It was just a few days ago we saw him slamming his helmet to the turf and hobbling off the field and then being helped oh so slowly and gingerly to the locker room. And yet he's speaking to the media on Wednesday. You know, backup quarterbacks, injured quarterbacks don't generally speak to the media during the week. Is there a chance that we could see him on the field come week 14. The poll is already up. Get it while it's hot, baby. On our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. Also on our Facebook page. Again, Juan Soto headed to the New York Yankees. We'd love to get your reaction on either Twitter or Facebook or our phone number. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 55212-4CBS. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. All I can tell you is I know we're trying really hard to give you something to talk about um, as as our, you know, 29 other teams to varying degrees. Um, but as you very well know, it, it takes a lot of things to line up to make sure we get to the podium. And those are the things you work towards and get close on some things. Some things go away um, and you got to pivot. Um, but, you know, I would say, at least behind the scenes, those things are happening on overdrive to, to give you that potential. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Yankees manager Aaron Boone, before the trade with Juan Soto became official, it is now as of just a few hours ago, probably a lot of Yankees fans or East Coast baseball fans. I would say anyone who's a fan of an AL East team, this will absolutely impact you. And many of them could have been asleep before the trade became official. Trying to think when I saw it. It was breaking. eh, It was about 1040 Eastern time. But then it wasn't completely done until around midnight or so. Uh, the, The tweets were popping and the news was breaking uh, it had initially been hung up on question over a player physical, though I don't know that it was Soto. It could have been anyone, probably not Soto, any one of the other players, pitchers going the opposite direction to San Diego. So Aaron Boone and the Yankees have their big splash. They've got something to talk about. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We found a couple other pieces of audio that are pertinent, which I think uh, are fun, kind of fun to throw them out there now, Juan Soto, back at the All-Star game, he was answering questions, thinking about the possibilities of his future, where he could end up, how it could play out, knowing, of course, that if he was traded, there would be at least one team from New York that would be interested in trading for him, either the Yankees or the Mets. I think there are a lot of people not necessarily for Soto, but a lot of people expecting the Mets to be big-time players this offseason, and they still could be uh, because of the money and the reputation of Steve Cohen. The Yankees, instead, they send seven guys the other direction, a couple of 
of pitching prospects. Even Michael King just came up late for the, or got promoted to the the rotation late last season. So hasn't gone through uh, a year with the Yankees uh, as a full-time starter. So there's a lot of question marks there, but the Padres needed to cut payroll after the money they spent trying to build a team that could win the NL West and wrestle the control of that division away from the Dodgers. They got close in 22. Now in 23, having fallen flat, they've decided that they're going to cut bait. And I think what they have more than half of their starting rotation is likely gone anyway, right? So you're uh, Blake Snell and Michael Waka. I mean, there's all these guys that are on the way out. Soto only has a year left on his deal. We're likely to... They were unlikely to re-sign him because they want to get closer to the luxury tax threshold. So the Yankees end up kind of swooping in. Well, Juan Soto was asked about why he loves playing in New York going back to the All-Star game. For me, I think uh, the crowd is incredible. Uh, all the all the things that they yell at you and everything, the food, the family that I have there, that's, that's it's got to be all, all those parts. It's, it's incredible. Uh, when you go there and how they support you and they boo you at the same time, it's just, it's just crazy. <laughs> he likes that part. He likes how they support you and boo you at the same time. Soto is just 25 years old, represented by Scott Boris, who loves how he's had great success hitting at Yankee Stadium. I think anytime you have a 12 or 1300 OPS anywhere, it's uh, you enjoy it. And good thing for Juan Soto, he does that in a number of ballparks, but Yankee Stadium is one of them. If my memory serves me correct. Yeah, it would be safe to say that it's one of his favorite ballparks to hit in. I don't know if it's favorite. When you're Juan Soto, you you kind of show up and every every ballpark's a favorite. But the uh, um, but I, I know he hits well there. He's a guy who has amassed a ton of walks in the last several years. I mean, we're talking 400 plus walks in the last few seasons. Remember, he won the batting title, but. I don't want to say but. He won the batting title in 2020 when there were 60-something games. Um, And he walks a lot more than he strikes out, which is certainly attractive for any any team, but also certainly attractive for the protection around other hitters that you've got, too. 91 home runs in the last couple years. How might that play with that short right field at Yankee Stadium? So the Yankees get their man in Juan Soto. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.